As six bells of the morning watch chimed out from the forecastle belfry, Captain Richard Belitho walked from beneath the poop and paused momentarily beside the compass. The master's mate, who was standing close to the great double wheel, said quickly, Nor-west by north, sir, and then dropped his eyes as Belitho glanced at him. It was as if they could all sense his tension, he thought briefly, and although they might not understand its cause, wanted to break him from it. He strode out onto the broad quarter-deck and crossed to the weather-side. Around him, without looking, he could see his officers, watching him, gauging his mood, waiting to begin this new day. But the ship had been in continuous commission for eighteen months, and most of her company, excluding those killed by combat or injury at sea, were the same men who had sailed with him from Plymouth on an October morning in 1795. It was more than enough time for them to realise that he needed to be left alone for these first precious moments of each successive day. The wet sea mist which had dogged them for most of the night while they had edged slowly up the channel was still with them, thicker than ever. It swirled around the black criss-cross of shrouds and rigging and seemed to cling to the hull like dew. Beyond the nettings with their neatly stowed hammocks, the sea was heaving in a deep offshore swell, but was quite unbroken in the low breeze. It was dull, the colour of lead. Belitho shivered slightly and clasped his hands behind him beneath his coattails and looked up, beyond the great braced yards to where a rear admiral's flag flapped wetly from the mizzen masthead. It was hard to believe that up there somewhere the sky would be bright blue, warm and comforting, and on this May morning the sun should already be touching the approaching land, his land, Cornwall. He turned and saw Caverne, the first lieutenant, watching him, waiting for the right moment. Belitho forced a smile. Good morning, Mr. Caverne. Not much of a welcome, it appears. Caverne relaxed slightly. Good morning, sir. The wind remains southwest, but there is little of it. He fidgeted with his coat buttons and added, The master thinks we might anchor a while. The mist should clear shortly. Belitho glanced towards the short, rotund shape of the ship's sailing-master. His worn, heavy coat was buttoned up to his several chins, so that in the strange light he looked like a round blue ball. He was prematurely grey, even white-haired, and had it tied at the nape of his neck in an old-fashioned queue, giving it the appearance of a quaint, powdered wig of a country squire. "'Well, Mr. Partridge,' Belitho tried again to put some warmth into his tone. It is not like you to show such reluctance for the shore. Partridge shuffled his feet. Never sailed into Falmouth afore, Captain.